Welcome everyone to Jod Pod. I'm your host Josh Legend and I am here with Chris and we are going to do a review and discussion on Avengers Endgame. Spoilers beware. There will be plenty and plenty of spoilers. So sit back, get your ear earbuds in or however you listen to this and prepare to hear our review on Avengers and game exclusively on JodPod. Hey Josh. Hey, how's it going? Welcome oh, to good. Welcome to JodPod. Thank you. I'm your host Josh Legend and I'm here with Christopher it's nice to meet everybody. I figured we, uh, we'll discuss uh, Endgame, Avengers Endgame. I've already seen this movie about three times. How many times have you seen this? Uh, once. Once? Uh, yesterday, yeah. It was, it was I, pretty good. This, this, is, this is definitely – I love this movie. Um, me personally, I think this is definitely a way to end an 11-year journey. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's. I still remember uh, watching uh, Iron Man for the first time. Um, oh God, it was so long ago, and I never, I never in a million years thought that one movie would turn into what uh, we finally ended up watching last night. Oh, <laughs> it's it's you know it's been one heck of a journey. That's for sure. You know, we've had introduced to characters that you've never heard of and we've had characters that you know there's the guardians of the galaxy was introduced in this marvel universe and ant-man i've never heard of ant-man until his movie you know i'm not i'm not a huge comic reader so i'm more of your movie type person so a lot of these characters i didn't know or maybe i've heard of but i didn't know very well um you know, it's just, I'm not your typical, I'm not a big time comic reader where I think you're, are you more into the comics or? I, I am. Um, I'm not so much into the um, Marvel comics. I, I tend to um, read more of um, the dark, dark horse comic series uh, like uh, Fables and um, I really enjoy The Walking Dead, but um, I do know um, a little bit about the actual Marvel Universe, um, but not enough to actually be like considered an expert by any means. Right, right. And I'm more of that, I'm really deep into the Marvel Universe uh, as far as the MCU and the movie land. So I've been, I've been here since the very first one and I haven't missed one and that includes Captain Marvel. I did not miss Captain Marvel. Uh, you know, there's a lot of controversy surrounding her and stuff, but I ignored yeah, I, I that. Understand. Yeah, well, I mean, I understand that you know, in the past, Captain Marvel, Marvel's been a man, um, but like, um, I, I really don't see the issue. I mean, like, because like well, with like all the characters, I mean, they're interchangeable, and that's one thing that DC did really well is like with the multiverse universes, is they were able to interchange the characters characters uh based on how it best fit the story well i think i don't think it was so much that it was a man or as a woman i think what the biggest issues with her was and and she just she was just took its role and her her personality in real life was now she's this giant person that just she's she's perfect you know she she went on a rant about how we need that the movie reviewer people the people that do the reviews are just a bunch of old white guys and that we need some more (laughs) colored people in there we need some more of this and she just went on on a rant and and people are just like listen you were basically a nobody you got the role of captain marvel which is not even a well-known Marvel character that well. You've got her. You got this role. 
Marvel has given you this platform to be Captain Marvel. And then she wanted just to talk about how we need more colored people doing this. We wanted more of this instead of, you know, there was, she wouldn't go to the cosplay conventions and dress up as Captain Marvel for all the kids and for all the people that went to those things. Like she was too good. I didn't know anything about. Yeah, she was just too good to be Captain Marvel outside of the movie. She wanted to use. There was an interview which I thought was pretty funny. It was her, and it was uh, Jeremy Renner who plays Hawkeye, and she was she was talking about how this is she's going to use this platform to voice her opinion and to show this and that. And Jeremy Renner, when it's his turn to talk, he doesn't even look at her. And he says, well, I do good as a person. I don't really need a platform to get my message across, to get my word out. It was really a fire in her. But she just – it's just her attitude. Like so many people are just like – it's even women. There's YouTube videos on on there with – there's a woman on there called Star Wars Girl. She can't stand Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. It's just Brie Larson being a moron instead of being thankful and humbled on her position. She acts like she's owed something, basically. And that's one of those things I've kind of just – I've watched the stuff, but at the same time, I just pushed it aside. And I said, this is a Marvel movie. I'm going to go see this because it's part of the MCU. Yeah. I went and I watched it. I, I liked it. It was good. It was it was something I would say yes, go check it out. Um, but you know that being said, all this stuff has led up to Endgame, and I really enjoyed Endgame. I uh, the, there were so many points, so many like we got to see Professor Hulk in this movie. Now a lot of people. You know who Professor Hulk is if you don't read the comics, which he's a uh, a mix between Banner and Hulk. So he's basically Banner's brain inside of Hulk's body. So he's Hulk all the time, but he's smart. He can talk, and, and he's a good scientist like Banner yeah, is. They've they've um, been able to instead of one taking over the other, you know, they've been able to you know symbiotically coexist with each other, which I thought was right. really cool. That was awesome. And I got to say, there's a lot, a lot of big point, a lot of good scenes in this movie. But one scene, a couple scenes that I really like are the first meeting between our, Tony Stark and Steve Rogers. When, when Tony Stark is, gets back to Earth and he's all, he's all like, he's real skinny and all that. And that first meeting between him and Steve Rogers. Uh, that's that's a pretty because that's the first time they've even met since the Civil War. Yeah, I mean it's a pretty uh, powerful scene. I mean, like you really, you, you can feel the uh, the anger and the hurt um, from Tony because right, you could tell that like they were very close um, in the other movies, and the fact that um, Captain America kind of just turned his back on everybody after. Um, they kind of tried to nip the Avengers in the butt. Um, yeah, the the those the government pretty much split them. I mean, you you had you know they wanted to control everything, and and uh, Steve Rogers was like, no, that's not how we are. With you had that, and then you had where Bucky was brainwashed and he killed Tony's parents. You know, that's and Steve knew that, but he didn't tell Tony. So that kind of hurt Tony as well. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing that Steve regretted doing. He thought he was protecting Bucky. He thought he was protecting Tony, but it eventually came out that messed him up. So this scene kind of takes all that and because and, you see him meet and then you see what Tony went through. So then they kind of, you know, they have their words. Tony has his words to Steve. So they kind of have it out. And then I think that accumulates to one, once they figure out time travel, you see Tony and Steve put the handshake, the handshake. So at that point, everything is behind us. 
Let's get back to, and, and do what we need to do. Yeah. And I, I'd like to mention too that uh, in this, this is uh, Tony has a, a daughter in this one. Yes. Changes his character drastically. Oh, absolutely. Another thing that I noticed too is um, one thing that I want to point out that I actually really um, thought was pretty impactful was the first, the first part of the movie. Uh, where they walked in and uh, confronted Thanos in his little shack. Right. You you get to see Thor, um, like the most cocky, arrogant um, character, and you know essentially the most brave um, out of all the Avengers. You know, um, because I mean he has to be noble and worthy to be able to swing Thor's hammer. And oh, yeah. you, you get to see him just broke down and shattered uh, within the first 20 minutes of the film. Um, and then later on, you get to see, really see the, the impact that takes on him, which is, um, that's the first time I've ever seen that in a Marvel um, a movie. Just like seeing um, your, the heroes uh, beat down to almost just not functioning. Oh, I I mean, really interesting. Yeah, that's how Thor, you know, when you first meet Thor, because you have, after the encounter with Thanos, you have a five-year time jump. Yeah. So once you first meet Thor after that five-year time jump, he's locked away, and there's a place that his people all went to, and they call it New Asgard. So he's locked away in a trailer, and when you first see him, he's just, he's an alcoholic, he's just drinking and locked himself away. And he's fat. <laughs> like he's a fat character now. And and R- Rocket Raccoon refers to him as uh, uh, a melted yeah, ice cream. You, yeah, you look like a melted <laughs> ice cream cone. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing about this movie, you got to see it when they went back into time in 2014 when they were in Thor's time, was you got to see the Asgardians once he stole the the uh, the stone from Jane. He was running, and all the Asgardians were chasing him, and they're say, they were saying, get the rabbit, get the rabbit. <laughs> and that kills me when, in Infinity War, uh, Thor would always call Rocket Rabbit. Like, that was so funny to me, but he never called him <laughs> Rabbit at all in this one. No. He got called Build-A-Bear by Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Yeah, this this was a heck of a movie. Um, probably, there's a couple of my favorite scenes in this movie. One of my favorite scenes is when they get all the stones and they come back into time, and Thanos from the 2014 because Thanos is killed like within 10 minutes of the movie. So once they go back into time, Thanos of 2014 he catches onto their plan. Well, when he comes into time with his army. And you have that that point where he's waiting on Nebula to go get him the gauntlet. And he's sitting down, and you see Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America, all three of them, walking. And Thanos is just standing there waiting. And they have that big, that pre-battle conversation about, and Thanos is like, well, I cut off 50% of life, and you morons couldn't even move on, so I'm going to take it all now. I'm going to redo it and get the gauntlet. I'm going to kill everybody and start from scratch. Yeah. And when he, I mean, that, that, that scene, man, with them three walking up to Thanos, it's just like, here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought that was pretty impactful, especially when you saw uh, Thor's beer belly jiggling with that serious <laughs> movement. <laughs> oh, man. That, that's what's great is they made Thor fat, but they never backtracked from it. No, no, he rode that belly all the way through the movie. Another one of my scenes that's probably the, my favorite scene, one of my favorite scenes as well, is when Thor and Thanos are, or Iron Man gets knocked down, and Thor and Thanos are having a one on one duel. And Thor is getting beat down. Like, oh, yeah. It's almost like, is he going to die? And he has Stormbreaker, and Stormbreaker is being pushed into Thor's chest by Thanos. And you're just like, uh, and then you see the hammer, Thor's hammer that he also brought back from the past, raise up off the ground, 
and you're like, oh crap, because it does. It's like Thor's not doing this, and it shoots cross and hits Thanos and knocks him back, and it goes right into the hand of Captain America. That scene, man, is because then and then he doesn't just wield the hammer; he goes all out. He uses oh, his shield gonna, in yeah, the hammer that- combination. He pulls the, the uh, lightning from the sky and strikes Thanos. Oh my gosh! Did you hear <laughs> what Thor said when uh, he picked? Like he got the saw that it was Captain America wielding the hammer. Yeah, like, I knew it. <laughs> Which that that there's a there's a theory behind that too. By the way, uh, some people think that back in Age of Ultron, when they were all taking turns lifting the hammer, and Iron uh, and when Captain America went to lift it but budged it but didn't lift it, there's they're saying that Thor knew he could lift it. And that Captain America could lift it the whole time. He just didn't want to lift it and show up Thor. I don't know necessarily like if that would be the case, but I think that at, when when Captain America nudged it, that Thor knew that he would be worthy enough to to wield it one day. Right. You could see right. that look of worry in his face. Right, right. And and see, there is another theory that says that the reason Cap couldn't lift it was because, and he wasn't worthy at that point, was because he knew what Bucky did to Tony's parents, and he didn't tell Tony. So that was kind of a, a oh. weight on his shoulder. So once he got that out, now he's able to lift the hammer. So there's, there's those two different theories. I don't know where I stand on those ones. Uh you know, it, it could go either way. It could be either one because Thor's like, I knew it, which he could imply he knew the whole time or he knew that Captain would be worthy at some point. But that scene, man, is just awesome with Captain America with the thunder, the lightning, the shield, the hammer. <laughs> you know what I also thought was a pretty, uh, like, interesting scene um, that I'd never seen in, like, any any of the Marvel uh, universes before was just um, how beat down Thor was when he was first being introduced. Yeah. Yeah. Thor, Thor took a beat. He got beat down quite a bit and just this, this was an emotional movie. Really? It really was too. I mean, cause like, um, like at the end of uh, Endgame, or not Endgame, um, Infinity War, that was not the ending that anybody was expecting. I don't think. No, no. And, and this this whole movie, these two this this two part movie, had a lot of a lot of a lot of things happen that people didn't see coming. Like, and I think a perfect example is when they killed Thanos, when Thor killed Thanos at the end of, at the beginning of Endgame, like a lot of people didn't see that coming. No, I didn't. That's for sure. Um, one other scene is uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow going to get the Soul Stone. Yeah, I didn't see that coming at all. That was to see, to see them fight to sacrifice themselves and then ultimately Black Widow being the one to, to die. I didn't like see that coming. Like she died. I mean that's you know that's crazy and, and to see to see her die and then to see them all return with the stones and then they're all back and then you just see you're like uh, I think it was Hulk. Where's that? And it's just like Hawkeye didn't have to say a word. They could all tell what had happened. Yeah. And it was just, it went from an awesome scene to like, oh man. Yeah. And, you know, once they got the stones and everything, you know, and Hulk, when Hulk did the snap himself to bring all the life back, I think that's why it got messed up so bad. Well, you could see, yeah, you could see all the damage that the snap did to him. I mean, it almost took, it almost killed Thanos. You've seen the damage it did to Thanos at the beginning. Yeah. And it, it, it almost killed him. And then to have the Hulk, who's not 
quite as strong as Thanos. I mean, it left him laying. He was not even able to do anything for the final battle. Yeah. And then ultimately at the end, which was another scene, once, once Thanos finally got the gauntlet back on, and then Iron Man took it from him, basically, took the stones out of it without him knowing. So you see Thanos saying, I am, I'm inevitable, and then snap his fingers and nothing happened because there's no stones in his gauntlet. And then Iron Man has them all, which is just like, man. And then Iron Man snaps it. Yeah. And Thanos and his army and all that just start turning to dust. Which is crazy to see Thanos. He Thanos took a seat and just went to dust. And he was just like... And then to see Iron Man after the snap, he was just out of it. You know, oh, a spider was... He didn't say out. He the only word he said was when Pepper came over and he said, "Hey, Pep." And he was just, you know, when she 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 uttered that she's like, "You can rest now, Tony. You can rest." And then he died. So we lost Black Widow and Tony Tony Stark in this movie. Um, we lost Gamora in Infinity War, and we lost Vision, and we lost Loki. So there were some serious deaths in these movies. Well, Loki, how did Loki die? I cannot remember that. Uh, Thanos stabbed his neck at the very beginning of Infinity War. That's right. So you, which which we did see a Loki in twenty fourteen or twenty twelve when they went back in time. He stole the Tesseract and jumped through a portal. So Loki. The twenty the twenty twelve Loki might still be alive. That could turn into his TV series on Disney Plus. Yeah, which you know because you've got basically there's not going to be any announcements from Marvel until Spider Man uh, Far From Home, which which comes out in July. Which I think we'll have to get on there and do we'll do a review on that for sure. Well, and I'm happy that it's not a prequel because I was going to be. It takes like, place eight minutes after. The snap, or uh, I'm sorry, after Endgame. Yeah. So this movie takes place right right after Endgame, and then there's no more movies announced yet. And then so you've got Fantastic Four, which you have to believe Marvel's going to bring back. You've got the X Men, which you're going to bring into the MCU at some point. Now, and, did, was it Marvel? That was a Fox movie that last. Um, what? The last uh, Fantastic Four, wasn't it? That was Fox, yes. Yes. Okay. And then uh so so the only things we've got that we know for sure is Spider Man in July. Uh next year on Disney Plus is gonna be uh there's gonna be Wanda, it's called Wanda Vision. It's gonna be Vision and Scarlet Witch, a TV series on Disney Plus. Then is that gonna the be year, animated or no. Live action with the rate. These, see, these series on Disney Plus are going to be big budgeted. They're done by Marvel Studios. So, so is this before? Um, we're not sure. We're not sure the timelines on them yet. Because there's going to be a Wanda and Vision. There's going to be a Falcon and Bucky series. There's going to be a Loki series and a Hawkeye series. Those are the ones that are we know for sure. But we don't know any details on them. Like where they're going to be or when or, you know. Especially with Loki being dead, you know, where's that? What is that going to take place and follow the 2012 version we saw in Endgame? Yeah. But you just got some some things like that that are developing. Um, and then and then back in Endgame, so we we lost Tony, so Tony's dead. Uh, what did you think of Captain America's ending? And then with Captain America jumping back into time and returning the stones and then staying in his time, what did you think of how he ended his journey? I thought it was a really good wrap-up to, like, you know, the Captain America. I mean, I know the character is not going to be gone, but having Steve Rogers as, 
you know, captain. Right, right. That's kind of done. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not dead. He's an old man at this point. And uh, he went back. He got to live his life with Peggy. So he got to live his life as an uh, Avenger and then go back and start over, essentially, when finish his life with Peggy. And now he's an old man. He hands the shield of Captain America to Falcon. Yeah, which I thought they were going to go with Bucky, but I did. Um, I did. T- you know, that's the way it goes in the comics. Um, I get that they both Falcon and Bucky in the comics do hold the shield at some point in time, but I know Bucky does it temporarily until Falcon takes over. But right, but what one thing that I noticed about this scene is it's so cool because it's almost like Bucky knows what's going to happen because like Bucky tells him, you know, the last thing they say to each other is like, don't do anything stupid until I get back. Bucky's like, I can't, you're taking all the stupid with you. But it's like they, they count down to five to bring uh, Steve Rogers back from time and he doesn't show up. And it's almost like at that point, Bucky knows. He sees him sit on the bench and he's like, he's like, Sam, Sam. And then points to him. And then like when, when Steve's trying to give him the shield, you know, he looks back, Sam looks back at Bucky and, and Bucky's like, just nods his head. Like, take it. (laughs) It's just one of them cool scenes. It's like Bucky almost knows what's going to happen. Knows what his Steve is doing. Yeah, and you know what? I wonder how they're gonna, you know. Steve is not a super soldier like Bucky and. Um, it, do you think that's the other thing I was wondering? Because, do you think he? Here's the thing: it's uh, it, it's so, it's so puzzling his his way he went back in time, but do you think he got the super serum out of him? Because no, I don't think so. Because like the only reason he is the way the age he is now is because he got frozen in ice. That stopped his aging. You think the super serum didn't stop him aging? Right, right. That makes sense. Yeah, because you you get to see him get older as you know time goes on. Man, that's what that's what. Right, right. He just. Can live for a long time <laughs> yeah. by being frozen. Yeah, so I mean, them. <laughs> one of the last scenes in Endgame is uh, you get to see Peggy and Steve dancing together. Yes, I did really like that. That was that was cool because that's all he wanted was that one dance. <laughs> yep, it's a heck of a movie, heck of an end. Um, I I have to just say, man, I loved it. Yeah, I did too. I thought it was a really nice wrap up to the series. I mean, again, it's been a it's been a really long ride. Um, I mean, especially like if you started watching them from the beginning. Now, if you just kind of like dabbled in it here or there, and you watched a few of the movies, then um, you know, it, it's it's another just good movie to go watch. But like, if you if you've been watching it from the beginning, I mean, it's a nice wrap-up. I mean, especially to see all of the characters, like from the first Avengers movie, you see Black Widow. Um, I love Scarlett Johansson. absolutely love her. And, uh, right. She, uh, the fact that she's not going to be in the, in the movies anymore uh, kind of sucks. But again, I don't know where they're going to go with the movies from here. Um, I mean, there's a lot... Uh, um, well, opportunities to, to, to move forward with this, especially with you know, Spider-Man the way he is, um, and then um, with Captain Marvel, you know. Well, one thing about the future is is you've got Guardians Galaxy 3 to come yet, and if you notice at the end when Thor was with the Guardians, which it's he's going to go with them it looks like so there's a good chance that thor could be in guardians of the galaxy 3 
when you seen them all together on the ship, there was Nebula, uh, Thor, Star Lord, Rocket, Groot, and Drax, and then the uh, the other one, as Rocket described her, the woman with the antenna on her head. <laughs> so on the screen before any of them came in there, it said searching, and it had Gamora's face on it. Oh so, yeah. Here's my thing. Gamora was sacrificed for the slow soul, so she can't be brought back to life. But Black Widow was sacrificed with the Soul Stone, so she can't be back to brought back to life. But there's yeah, but, a twenty, the twenty fourteen yeah. Gamora. Yeah, she's back. So where like, but yeah, and I was wondering at the end of the movie because it never really tells you where she got off to. There's a lot of people that have speculated that maybe she got dusted because she was technically came with Thanos and his group of goons, but she did turn against them. She did, but I don't know if that would prevent her from being dusted, or maybe she just left to try to figure out what the heck she's going to do now. Yeah. But it's just it's just weird if she would just take off, but she's not the Gamora that we know. She's pre-Star-Lord. <laughs> I know. It was so funny. Like you, you thought you were getting ready to see this big emotional reconnection between Gamora and Star-Lord. And then she ends up kicking him in the balls and then hits him in the balls again. And then he's laying on the ground crying. And he's like, you missed him the first time. And then hit him both the second. <laughs> that, was, that was funny. That was good yeah. stuff. I, uh, man, I just, it, I'm, I'm, it looks like they're going to search for Gamora in Guardians 3. Yeah. So, you know, well, maybe- another big. Like this was the first time in a long time to have end, end scene credits, right? Which kind of right. left me feeling a little empty inside. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I waited. I got to the end of the credits, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> you did hear. You did hear Tony. Well, uh, you hit a hammer strike an iron, which is a kick, uh, a callback, a flashback to the first Iron Man. Which was kind of cool. Um, there's so many places that there's so many ideas of where they're going to go next. Uh, one thing is you've got Spider-Man next uh, in July, and then everything is going to be start to be announced at that point. So we've got a little wait for everything to be announced. Well, another thing too is I I think they're going to go for for a minute now. I honestly feel that. Uh, they're going to stray away from the whole uh, team movies. Um, you know, how they have the Avengers. Because, like, I, you can only do that so much before it kind of gets old. And I think they're going to go back into the individual character. Uh, well, I think, I think they'll do that. And then they'll have a big team up. I think they'll still keep the team ups. Yeah, but I think it's it's many years down the road. Right. Kinda like the, the way they did it with the first Avengers movie. Right, right. Um, that was a big buildup, but like they're um, gonna wait for that. They're gonna do. You won't see that again right away because I think we'll see the Guardians finish out their story, or wherever they go next. You got Spider Man, see where he goes next, and then I think there's a lot of things up in the air because they're gonna be an Ant Man, another Ant Man, but now his daughter's of age to take over and be Ant woman or aunt girl or because well i don't think i don't think that they'll have them because she didn't really have a you only saw her like once or twice but like definitely think there's going to be another wasp ant man and wasp movie right um well you gotta think too uh you got you know they aged at five years for ant man's daughter to become a teenager so she's gonna have something to do yeah and then Tony, Tony had a daughter, but then you seen Pepper put on the armor in that final battle scene as well. Pepper came out in the iron, the iron armor suit, because remember, yeah. Tony made a suit for her. And I think in the comics, she's referred to as Rescue. Oh, um, really? Yes, yeah, I never, I've never read any of the. Um... Yeah, she's Rescue in the comics, okay. and you got to think. What's going to happen with Tony's daughter? 
Um, you know, maybe she puts on the suit at some point when she gets a little older. I don't know if there was a second arm or a Iron Man or not after. T- I thought it was always Tony Stark. I don't. I think I think it was, as far as I know. There there might have been different, but well, I, I know he had sidekicks. Like um, I can't remember the name of um, his the one guy that wears the suit the the officer the, the Air Force officer. Um, uh, I'm not with you on that one. I'm, I don't know that much about the comics. Just a little bit. Well. He was the one that went to um, the one planet with. Um... Oh, uh, yeah. What is his name? <laughs> I don't know his name. I know who you're talking about, the second Iron Man dude. Uh, his name is. I don't know his name. I can't remember his name if I had to. Uh, it'll come to me, but I know what you're talking about. He, yeah, I mean, it's possible. I don't know though. I just think that Pepper, Pepper has a suit, so maybe she takes over a little bit, does some stuff. Well, I think she definitely. If they're gonna do a tie-in, then definitely. But I think they might put the Iron Man to bed for a little bit. That's, I mean, that's, that's what a, they led the series with. War Machine. War Machine. That's right. Yes. Why Colonel? Yep. James. Rhodey or Rhodes. It was War Machine. Yeah, because I knew it was um, the second Iron Man's where he made his debut. That was a pretty big deal because everybody loved War Machine. This big gun-loaded Iron Man. I think think Ant-Man might become a bigger part of the Avengers. Because you got to wonder, Ant-Man? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think... I think probably him. I don't think Captain Marvel will be part because she's like she well, said she, a couple of times in this movie. She's got better things or she's got more things to do. <laughs> yeah. No, and I agree too on that. Like um, she said that, you know, there's thousands of planets in the system that don't have the Avengers. Right. I'm just thinking too that they, they've got maybe not right away. But they've got the young Avengers in mind with Iron Man's daughter, Ant-Man's daughter, and then you've got Hawkeye's daughter. Yeah. Who in the comics, Hawkeye trains Kate it's a Kate Bishop, who's the second Hawkeye. So well, I think that's in his this, daughter's name is Katie. Right, right. So that's could be Kate Bishop. So you know, it's almost like they're setting up for the all female Avenger movie. With all the daughters, <laughs> led by my mom said, my mom said something very similar to that yesterday. She's like the way they set up all the girls at the end of the funeral uh, that there was going to have like an all cast Marvel movie, a female cast movie. I could see that Scarlet Witch training all the daughters or something. Yeah, and Scar. I like to see more Scarlet Witch. That's one character that I've liked. She just doesn't – I don't think she gets enough. Like when she first debuted at Age of Ultron, she was like – she was supposed to be one of the most powerful. Oh, but she is. She, I mean, because like you even seen the – you remember the fight scene between um, her and Thanos. She's like, I don't – he's like, I don't even know who you are. And she says you will. And she's oh, like, she, whooping ass on him. She had him. She had him. She When she put him in her, her power, she had him stuck in the air, sucking the life out of him. That's what he's like. Fire. Use the ship to fire. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I like her. I think she could be pretty good. Um, another scene from Endgame that I like that I just remembered is when Captain Marvel comes and takes Thanos one-on-one. Thanos takes the Power Stone when they're, they're putting their... He takes the Power Stone out of the gauntlet and just punches her like halfway across the planet with it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because he was, I think that she's an actual pretty, uh, pretty good equal to Thanos. I mean, because she was created from an Affinity Stone. Right, right. But, but at that point in time, that's just one Infinity Stone. There's still six of them. Now well, I mean, four. like on a on a one on one basis, because he never right, had right. the Infinity Stones 
you know, yeah, he when he was fighting her. Well, that's not true because he ended up getting them when she showed up. He got him. Yeah. That's when she tried to take him from her, and then he just took the power stone out of the gauntlet and punched her in the face. Yeah. Yeah, I think on a one-on-one without the Infinity Stones, though, I think he uh, he get his ass handed to him. I think that's why she's not going to be a big as character as the rest of them is, because the whole point of the Avengers has been um, to fight an enemy that is more powerful than each individual, right? Um, and they have to team up to where she is essentially that universe is or that comic series is superman she just has no weakness at this point we don't know what her weakness is exactly i mean she can just at any moment open up a can of whoop ass on anybody and then it's over there's not (laughs) you can take a whole two-hour movie and combine it into like 15 minutes and then (laughs) which which will be interesting too because in her movie did you see at the marvel yeah, yeah, I watched it. It was really good. And it, she, there's a lot did, of the Kree race that that saved her. Yeah, you had that one, one, uh, the main guy that was trying to keep her down and keep her power submerged and stuff. But and then the scrolls in that movie, a lot of people were shocked that they were, they became, they turned good because uh, they're actually. In the comics, there's a whole comic called Secret Invasion, which is the scrolls taking form of Avengers and then taking oh, them out. Really? Yeah, which a lot of people thought they were going to go that route, but with making them good, but they could still make one or two of them bad that could come to Earth and try to take over. <laughs> yeah, try to plant them in, which we've already destroyed Shield, so. Shield's yeah. way. Shield died, but there's a there's a lot of a lot of ideas on where they could go next. I mean, you got the Young Avengers, you got continuations of the people left over. Yeah, no, I th- I think they're just going to start running with the characters that they've already introduced. Like, definitely going to be another Captain Marvel film, and then there's definitely going to be Spider Man because like God knows there's been like thirty of them since we. I graduated high school. Uh, so let's hope that this version is sticks around for a while. Yeah, I know because like I really started getting into I mean Fox did it okay with the amazing Spider-Man series. I was really impressed with that. Um, but I mean I like where this character's going to and I hope they just stick with them kind of very similar to the way they did with Iron Man. Um, right because I hate like when they just keep jumping especially especially if they keep him and the path that they plan on doing and they let him age like in real life as that character yeah no I'd love to see that just like very similarly I mean because like you remember Iron Man was young I mean that was 11 years ago he was definitely Robert Downey Jr. was definitely not as old as he is right now no no not at all that's why I'd like to see, which that's, that's, I mean, Marvel, I think they would do, I think they're on board to do that, but that also is going to depend on a lot of what Sony can do is because Sony still owns the Spider-Man rights. Oh, really? Yeah. So they've got him right now in a, that's because they've got an agreement with Sony. Uh, so that's. <laughs> that's one thing that could mess it up, but let's hope not. Yeah, let's definitely. Let's hope they do it right. And, which I have, I have all the faith in the world, man. Marvel, you know, that's something else that we have talked about, but at the same time, not really talked about. And that's the fact that what Marvel accomplished, I mean, this is the first ever. This is basically a TV series put into the movies like nobody has ever accomplished anything like this nobody has done anything like this we're talking 11 years of storytelling oh yeah that that is impressive i mean i really don't 22 movies 
22 yeah, I movies. I can't think of any other movie franchise that has done anything like that. I mean, that's definitely impressive. And I, I don't know what the box office is offhand right now, but before this weekend, they were at $1.4 billion. That's ridiculous. Off Endgame. And they've made somewhat over 20-some billion for 22 movies. That's just – it's just unheard of what they've done. They've changed the game. Oh, I know. I mean, and like, I'm very interested to see where they go with the future of it. I mean, um, like, there's, like, again, the the Marvel Universe is just so big that, like, there's, there's really no one of people to what they can do. I'm I mean, one of people. I love this stuff. Oh, I do, too. I remember, like, God, what was it? We were just talking about this yesterday. How long have we been friends? <laughs> so, since uh, 20, 2010, at least. Yeah, so nine years. I mean, I, I still remember going down to Logan to see what was that we watched. Was it the first Avengers? I think it might have been. I You know, I can't remember. <laughs> God, it's been so long, but I mean. It might have been the first one. It might have been. Yeah, I think it was the first one. Um, the first was, one was in 2012, so it had it might have been, yeah. It might have been, yeah. I think that was um, actually it was, um, but from that point, like just like everything that they've accomplished, like I, I don't think they're going to let up. I really don't. I mean, I I know that they're done with the contracts that they had in place for like Steve Rogers and. Uh, um, Iron Man and stuff like that because for God's sake they can't do much more without especially you know Robert Down Robert Downey Jr. I mean he's getting up there in age uh, to be Iron Man. He was making so much money too. <laughs> I know, but and that's the thing too is like he started this whole thing. I think the first movie they did was Iron Man, wasn't it? Or was it? Yeah, yeah Iron Man. Yeah, it was Iron Man that started it all. And and I think that's another really cool way that they sent off this series, this 11-year journey is, I mean, the guy that started it all, when Pepper said, you can rest now, Tony, I think that really hit home for everybody that really started watching these movies is, like, he was the first one that that started this whole journey. And it's it's done, it's over with now. And uh, it was pretty impactful. That's a heck of a way to, to end it, to end the season one, <laughs> if you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's I can't wait to, to get into Spider-Man, and uh, that's a couple months from now. And Yeah, I know. And then I definitely are going to have to, uh, um, you know, keep an eye out on what kind of stuff they might be talking about. I mean, that might be another uh, – Thing that we can talk about in the future is if we get any tidbits of uh, juicy information on what's to come in the Marvel Universe uh, on the big screen. This is uh this is our first our first podcast together. Uh, I think you know it was a success, and then I think next we'll we're de- we're going to look into what we want to do next. Uh, definitely stick with the MCU stuff, um, and then I've got a wide broad channel. We'll probably probably try to follow some walking dead. So if anybody out there watches walking dead or <laughs> we'll try to get that fear of the walking dead. Catch oh, and, off. and for the star Wars fans out there, we're definitely going to be doing some uh, stuff with that. I'm a huge nerd book movie and uh, the, uh, the game series. So uh, lots of stuff to, to, to talk about there. For all for sure. It's, I we'll we'll keep the the Jod Pod and a wide variety of different topics. Disney Plus, don't forget Disney Plus is November twelfth. I will we will definitely come on and review that for sure. Absolutely, I will have that the day it launches. And the first Star Wars series is The Mandalorian, so that ought to be good. I think it's a ten episode series, and then they've already ordered season two of it. And I'm hoping, 
And I'm really, really hoping that Disney Plus gives us a Darth Vader series. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Oh, that would, that be, would be amazing. Awesome. That would be awesome. I hope you all over that. So I just uh, – <clears throat> so, yeah, just we'll, we'll try to I – think, I think we'll try to throw some stuff together at least once a week. If we can do more, we'll do more. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, no, and, and I really appreciate everybody that uh, listened. And um, if you've got any uh, suggestions, uh, you know, uh, for uh, anything you want us to talk about, please leave them in the comments. And uh, we'll uh, take them under advisement, see if we can't make anything interesting um, out of those. I think this wraps up our review of Endgame. Our final verdict on Endgame is, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was awesome. Oh, it is a heck of a movie. If you have not seen it, if you're one of the few that have not seen it, immediately get to your theater and see it. Yeah. <laughs> Drop what you're doing. <laughs> no, it is definitely worth seeing. You must see it in theaters. You have to see it in the theaters. I watched it in uh, XD at our local theater, and I've seen it at the uh, drive-in Friday night, and uh, I watched it. It was oh, amazing. Yeah. I watched it uh, two two different places. The outside was kind of nice. Uh, it kind of sucked at one point because it's a drive-in, the theater it got foggy out so it, the fog was right in front of the screen so if you weren't positioned very well in the lot it was kind of rough to see so luckily i seen it first at the movie theater and then went to the drive <laughs> how would it have been mad <laughs> well i think this will wrap up this episode of john pod uh we will definitely be back next week so we'll, yeah, I, we'll think, go ahead. I think we might uh we might pop on here for a few minutes um sometime this week maybe to give you guys a little preview uh, of what we're going to be discussing uh, next week uh so keep an eye out for that absolutely and uh as far as as far as me this is uh your jod pod i've got a youtube channel jod128 you can catch me on there you can catch me on facebook under josh on demand uh, so I'm definitely out there. If you need, you guys can contact me with any suggestions or whatever you want us to do or say, or, and, and we'll I'm go just, from there. And I'm just Chris. And this is just Chris. <laughs> Chris, right, thanks for listening, everybody. All right, everybody. You have a good one. And thank you for job pod. <laughs>